It's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, a tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah, the topic stay lit. Conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without, without the, the shade. shade, like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip session. Sip, 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 sip. I'm First ready. and foremost, though, we have a little guesty guest up in the building. It's been a while. Say what's up, Jason? What's good? Oh, uh, what's going on? It's always good to see y'all again. Jason yeah, Bryan in the building. Jason Bryan, Miss. The mayor of St. Pete. Like, I feel like that's an accurate <laughs> like, attribute for you. You kind of run, do run St. Pete. You were I like, mean, every time I think about St. Pete, you are. The underground I think it's because you're a spokesperson for it. Like, you're always bigging up your city. That's fair. I mean, I, I love it. That's why I'm still there and doing stuff. I appreciate that. But it's so funny, too. I've been kind of running away from that word, but now I'm starting to embrace it. What? The mayor? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, people have called you that before? Like, a lot. Now. Oh, yeah? yeah? Wow. I didn't know that. I was just saying that. So. Yeah, no, that's what you said. I was like, all right. What made, what made you? Why, why did it? Why? What's the hesitation there um basically because I'm, I'm not really big on politics mm-hmm. and lately because of things i've been doing with my corporate gig i've been actually i just got back from tallahassee and it was a political trip oh yeah and I, I had a very different i, I thought it was going to be a certain way and you got to be like mm-hmm. oh, phony basically and i was like oh actually people like you just be yourself especially you know yeah. business so i'm embracing a lot more you know what i could see you doing running I politics i could see you though. be a mayor i, I totally could not, oh governor well i guess you can be governor right what city city have city's no, mayor. Mayor. mayor yeah, yeah governor's the whole state boom yeah, I'm sorry. I failed history. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he did not Governor do well Rick in Scott. his government class, Governor y'all. Rick Scott. What is that, social studies? You did not do well in social studies. <laughs> I know. I'm getting excited about um, the pier about to open up. Oh, man. yeah, man. What's, the, what's the pier? Downtown St. Pete. Downtown St. Pete. Remember where it used to be like this upside down pyramid? Now they're like, oh, it's like super extravagant. They spent the last... What three years? <laughs> it's been a minute. Last yeah, three years rebuilt. Like they tore it all the way down. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And they're building right all the way back. It's going to be the biggest outdoor recreational park in Florida. It's in such a thing. I feel like Tampa and like the Tampa Bay area has exploded with like outdoor recreation. Like mm-hmm. Armature Works really like sparked it off. Yep. And then you have Sparkman Wharf. Yep. Then you got now you have this new one in St. Mm-hmm. Pete, the Pear. Like I feel like. They realized finally, like, and they're bringing the, the version of the, the the hall to yeah, downtown St. Pete yeah. to where um, I can think what's the name of that sundial. Yep, I like the hall, but I, last time I went, I felt like it wasn't as good. No, no, I was that's straight. I like. I was a little sad about it. I liked it because I was. A, I'm what a, was it? The, the food or service or what vibe? Yeah, and I don't know if maybe you know I never take it like as like that the whole restaurant went down because maybe just the chef was having a bad day. But mm. it's something I get every single those time, and it point. was not. I love those wings I had. Yeah. Yes, you had the Korean ones, right? Yeah, the Korean good. barbecue wings. As I get the poke rose bowl, which is normally mm. like outrageously delicious, and mm. it was not hitting last. I time. just want to shout out that we got the t- the two hottest restaurants in Tampa are black owned. Right. I just want to shout that What's out. What's the second one? Seventh, Seventh and Grove. Grove right now. I haven't been to Seventh Grove. She go. Yeah. Nice go. vibe. Okay. You haven't been for real. I figured you would have. She been gone. I've been moved yeah, out in these streets. Hell, how was your week, though? Let's get into it. All right, guys. My week has been a little frustrating. Why has it been frustrating? So, 
I'm sure you guys have all heard about like the Gail King oh, and yeah. Kobe Bryant like fiasco. That, for those who have been like under a rock, <laughs> <laughs> like the last two weeks or so, Gail King did an interview with Lisa Leslie, mm. and she inquired about Kobe Bryant's um, past, past history, history, the rape allegations. Yeah. Here you go. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of the sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, the case, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. So my major frustration is that I think that there is a double standard. Mm. I feel like if that was Barbara Walters, this wouldn't be an issue, right? Like for some reason, the fact that Gail King asked these questions, and these aren't questions that came out of nowhere. I don't know if you guys have been checking social media, but there were a bunch of posts like, I'm not I'm not um, mourning him because he's a rapist. I'm not mourning. So it's something that has been trending on social media. If you're about to do an interview with this lady and you have, and it was a long segment on Kobe Bryant. It wasn't like this was just the segment on Kobe Bryant. It was actually a pretty substantial because Lisa and Leslie and Kobe Bryant are pretty close friends. And so a journalist who is literally addressing issues and concerns that are out on social media right now, if they were white, it wouldn't be an issue. But because it was Gail King, because it was black, I feel like she got like double tax. Like, how Mm. dare you bring down the black people? We have a different expectation out of you. Mm. But at the end of the day, she's still a journalist. She still has to do her job. And I feel like if you're going to give those questions to anybody, wouldn't you want to give it to her, to his friend? Like, don't you want to address it? And you know Mm. that when you talk to Lisa, it's going to be positive. She's not going to be like, oh, yeah, he was out here raping people like Will Cosby. (laughs) Like, you know, she's not going to come from a negative perspective. So don't you, I kind of felt like Gail King was giving Lisa an opportunity to defend her friend mm. who was trending, right? who like those issues were trending right now. What are your thoughts? So that was, um, I saw it on social media. That was my first time actually listening to the interview. Interesting. And um, I listened to tones and the way it did seem a little accusatory. It seemed like she mm. was digging in and expecting something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will agree with you to say that a lot of times when 
it's us, we do feel like it's almost like this don't air our dirty laundry type yes. thing. But that also can mean not talk about something that we need to be talking about. Too. Right. And I don't know. I, I am a Kobe fan. And um, and I actually felt something when he passed. I got a chance to meet yeah. him when I was in L.A. Like, it was like a like a, like I was like, I play basketball. Like, yeah. my last name is Bryant. So, you know. Oh, my God. All, yes. All, <laughs> all, you know, so I felt something. So then when I saw that, I agree that. And again, who knows what I didn't see the whole interview. So yeah. who knows how it progressively got into that. But the way media, social media talked about it was like, oh, she was attacking him. And I didn't get that from that. But right. I did feel like she was kind of like, are you sure he didn't? Yeah. You know, you sure he didn't? Yeah. And I was like, uh, that was a little borderline. She did. Yeah, I, um, I think it was out of pocket. I think it's out of Because again, to Lisa, Lisa Lessig's point, we've had years to ask these questions. <laughs> and to say, is that part of his legacy? Such a small part of something that happened in his, his lifespan, I don't think it, it should be part of his legacy because he was found guilty. I mean, uh, innocent, right? He yeah. was not. Well, well, it, was, well it, was it was dropped. It was dropped. It was dismissed. But hold on. The the woman refused to testify. To testify yes. that, was, that had nothing to do with Kobe. There was a settlement. And I'm sure she got paid. But the things that came out about that girl were pretty bad we're not gonna victim shame because there's nothing you can say that can justify that right i don't know if it's to be true or not a lot of people settle because it's easier to settle than it is to have this drug through what we do know though and that kobe has admitted to is that he did have sexual relations with the girl but she also had seven samples of semen in her as well you can be a hoe and still get raped Absolutely. Like, but I don't, so that doesn't mean anything to me. That's, well, that's why I say don't though. victim shame. Like, you know what I mean? But like, we're shaming Kobe, though. I'm not shaming Kobe. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't know the specifics of it, right? I think Kobe Bryant's a good person. I am led to not, I'm led to believe that there was a misunderstanding, right? Especially back in those days. Now I feel like we addressed consent a lot more. You know, in conversations that you have, like, because it's become an issue, because it's become a topic. So, like, the way we approach consensual sex, I feel like is different than how it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so, Kobe could have been thinking it was completely consensual, and she could have felt like she was being pressured. But that's neither way or the other. Like, that happened, it passed, it's fine. But back to Gail King. I don't think it's part of his legacy. I'm just going to say that. I don't think Gail should have, should have personally brought it up. That's my personal I think opinion. she can bring it up, but again, the digging is what I think yeah. just made me just a little bit like, all right, that was... You probably it makes that. people... It made people uncomfortable, but I also, if you have to look at the history of Gail King, Gail King is like very victim... Like focus, the very like women empowerment, like you know what I mean. And so it's not anything that you would see that's different from her, you know. But it, you know, obviously it's with Kobe Bryant, who's a beloved person. But it wasn't so much the interview; it was the backlash. So Snoop Dogg went on social media, (laughs) called her a dog, dog, talked talked about Uh, her, and talked about her. Her sometimes addressed her physical features. He did, but it was like there was a solid like two or three days where they were just dragging Gail King. But it wasn't like off of who she was. It was like how ugly she is. Yeah, I don't and, like people do that. Yeah, you like know, that, yeah. how her black ass and all that kind of stuff. And I just felt like, okay, if we're going to look at Kobe and we're going to say that that is not part of his legacy, if we're going to look at the totality of who he is as a person to determine how we look at him, then wouldn't shouldn't we give Gail King the same um, 
leeway, right? When we look at the totality of Gail King and what she's done for black journalists, like what other black jur- female journalists are you seeing out there? I think it was bad timing, though. I think people need an opportunity to truly mourn and, and to, to 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 respect what has happened. And whether that's a week, whether that's a month, I think people need enough time to let to understand what's happening. People feel like you're attacking this man's legacy, and he he's he wasn't even buried yet. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a problem. To me, that's a problem. Yeah. You just know, like, we wouldn't do that for President Obama. You know? Yeah. Huh? You could have clipped it out and then brought it back later. Yeah. Seen part of the interview. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's still a conversation, right? And it's just like when I didn't even know till later on as an adult about you know the things that MLK did. Why? Yeah, know me too. Yeah. So I ain't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I'm saying is that it's part of your. But it, all of us got dirt, right? So I guess yeah. that's the first thing. But to your point, it's like. When is but how do you know when's the how good time know? to bring it up? Yeah. I think it is yeah. part of his legacy. I hate to say it, it happened. He settled. There was a thing. Not was it did it deterrent? No. Did he like go on to show that he was, you know, about women empowerment? He made he made strides to make it clear that he was about empowering women, that he was about, you know, being women being protected. I feel like it changed his trajectory a little bit. And so it it becomes part of his legacy whether you like it or not. Just like MLK's legacy, whether we like it or not, MLK is an amazing man, but you know, he has some some not so great qualities, you know? I guess when I hear legacy, I think of positivity. So to me, that's really his past is how yeah. I look at that or history or, you know, raise but is past. your legacy only your positive? Because what's Donald Trump's legacy then that he made a bunch of, you know, really successful companies. If we're only going to look that's, at he was not successful company, he has, yeah, he right. had, he's made companies that have made millions and millions of dollars. I think for most people that they would consider that successful. And if we're only going to look at a legacy and we're only going to look at the positive, then Donald Trump was a really successful businessman. So is legacy the same as reputation? Cause I feel like mm. that's, what we're talking about mm. different i think legacy mm. is the totality right okay, your reputation is where you're, you're checking where you are right now like if i were to check in in donald trump's reputation right now it's trash because he's trash right but like i i think that your reputation goes into your legacy how was your week how was your week jason oh man it's been like so eventful it's been a busy like, oh yes tallahassee i mean just all this like stuff going on man family Getting ready for DreamCon at the end of the month. Dream What's DreamCon? That's uh, that's our next inspirational workshop we have, and uh, we've got some good lineup of speakers. And uh, the theme is another level. Mm. So we're like, I mean, I've been doing, I've been stepping out of the box and doing a lot of things myself too, just to kind of stretch myself. Nice. DreamCon. Nice. Yeah. You know, I thought it was like a conference where all you did was take naps. <laughs> I'd be down for it though. <laughs> yeah, all you did uh, take what? Naps. Uh, <laughs> Meditative naps. Uh, yeah, like so. What'd you think about? What'd you wow. dream about? <laughs> 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 coach who like talks to you and tells yeah, you funny. like beautiful stories as you sleep that's, that's awesome do you, who are you most excited about who's gonna be there oh uh, man uh, one of my mentors uh, Cedric Harris man he's like an internet like guru man if you guys don't know who he is check him out Cedric Harris and uh, he's our keynote speaker oh, and he's like man he's um it's words can't even explain I've learned so much from him and our friendship has just been like crazy all these years and um he's like a this guy man he's got so much marketing and sales experience he yeah. helps coach people that have their businesses he's helped you know create six and seven figure earners nice. and just his energy like he's like one of the best in the game and i'm not just saying it because i know him yeah and, uh, we've got rachel she does a lot of transformational coach stuff mm-hmm. uh, we've got jeff ingram from atlanta he's coming up and then we got barack i don't know a lot of people know barack he's a comedian i think barack i know him. In. yeah and, uh he expressed to me probably about a few months ago that he was interested in doing some speaking and he uh, had a small group of us uh, go watch him in Bradenton 
And man, I was like, bro, you like on to something because he's a comedian, so he already mm-hmm. knows stage presence. Mm-hmm. You add like story behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to honestly watching all of them. I always take notes when we had a speaker's man, right. so it's going to be pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah, I'm ready. So yeah, it's been a busy week, man. That's good. That's good. How was your week? My week has been good. I've been recovering from my Costa Rica trip. Yeah, so he got a tan. He'll know how to act. Good about that. I got my my Costa Rican tan going. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a different kind of sun. You out ain't there, part man. of the light like, skin crew. Like, like Florida sun, we've been here long enough. It hits. It hurts. Mm-hmm. If you don't take care of yourself, that Costa Rican sun's a little bit different. But yeah. it was good, man. I had a good time. The women were beautiful. The rainforest was beautiful. The food was oh, delicious. Oh, you the rainforest too. Nice. Yeah, we did some hiking up in the cloud cloud rainforest. It's just amazing, man. The mountains. How humid was it? Hardly any humidity. So it's like more dry? Even in the rainforest? The rainforest is technically super humid. Compared, I feel like humidity is here. It's worse. Mm. And so, like, it's just the wind. Because San Jose is landlocked, and it's literally, in, like, in the middle of a mountain range. Mm. And so it's mountains on all sides of it. And so the wind is very strong. And once that sun goes down behind the mountains, the temperature drops from, like, 88 degrees to, like, 70 degrees. With a very, very strong wind. And so we just had a great time. We went uh, to the beach, which was an hour away. Mm-hmm. But the water was beautiful. How long Ooh, were you there? Five days. Uh, five days. So that wasn't long enough? That was long enough for me. I'm, but I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't really care for doing like seven-day vacations and two-week vacations. Because I, for me, I, I like home. You know, mm-hmm. I like my people. I like my family. I like my friends. And by that fourth day, I was like... Alright. <laughs> you know, cause then you're also spending more and more money the longer you're there. Yeah, for you know, sure. and so unless you're a baller, at, at some point you're like, damn. Alright, I done spent how much? Alright. I need to get my ass back. You know, hotels add up. So I make some money. <laughs> right. But it was good. So I'm happy to be back. But I would tell anyone if you've never been to Costa Rica, definitely go check it out. It's it's worth it. Yeah, I haven't been, but I definitely want to go. It's definitely on my my list. I feel oh, like after I do the world wonders, I wanna do um my next like big trip goal is the Caribbean. Just like mm. Just all islands of the Caribbean. Like that's what? so easy to do from here too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's nothing. Like it's so feasible. And like I've been to like the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos, but only in cruises, which I don't uh, feel like is really going there. You're not there that long. Yeah, yeah, and you're also they drop you off in a very commercial city that is not at all authentic to the like yeah. where I stopped off at Turks and Caicos, you could have interchanged it to where I stopped off at Bahamas. Yeah. Like they're not real cities. They're literally yeah. cities that the cruise companies create. Uh-huh. And and they they make it as generic as possible. That's why I always try to stay in the in in the community wherever I go. We had an Airbnb in San Jose. Even when I went to Panama, we were you know somewhere else. I love Central America. I need to learn better Spanish. That way I can com- communicate. Communicate yes, a little better. Importante. See, I only know it a little bit. I used to be able to speak fluently, but not anymore. All right, what we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and move the hell on to. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? All right, Jason. I'm going to give you guys some clues about something that's currently happening in pop culture. Okay. And you are going to determine who the hell I'm talking about. I have normally, I've been doing good lately. You have been doing good, actually. So we'll see how it goes. Shay's no competition, so (laughs) I'm playing. (laughs) Didn't Shay just have a sweep? On you, on you, not on me. Shit. I won last week. I forgot about that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, did he just sweep us? No, it was just me. He just sweeped me. All right, this beautiful crooner is currently in the news for losing over a hundred pounds. 
Hmm. The concern might be she might not be able to to, to belt the way she belts. She's mm. known for her pain, her emotional anguish. Uh, um, what's her name? She, mm. she, had, she was like really A hundred mother freaking pounds. I got her L- Lizzo? No. no. The, the girl from like UK or something like that. Oh, Adele? Yes. Uh, you can't. You got to watch out what clues you give. I, was, I couldn't think of her name though. <laughs> because. Because your boy would swoop in there. <laughs> because, the yes, he will, he will take it. All right. So here's new Adele. Oh, wow. I didn't know she lost 100 pounds. Yeah, wow. I mean, people did used to say she was always, like, pretty, she too. Good, so though. Yeah. Good. Dow lost 100 pounds, so... And she, your, that's a lot. But your weight loss does not affect your vocal cord, does it? Like, well, you know, like, that joke about, like, fat people always can sing yeah. better? Yeah, fat Luther was always better than skinny Luther. <laughs> right! <laughs> so, so now we about to be like, well, you know, her next album she gonna drop, she better be growing, because they about to be like, oh, but let's be real though, whether they were skinny or fat, they were still singing that. I, ass off. If, I don't you think it mean? actually makes sense, but I just feel like maybe <laughs> I think like when they first start, there's more yeah. pain and more hunger, and they're bigger. Literally, yeah. more as, hunger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> All right. I like it though. When's her new, when's her new song coming out? Oh, I don't know. We, I don't know. She got a divorce she going d- on. Exactly. So, so she had a, a lot divorce. Of heartbreak. And, and that's what yeah. she lost all the, the weight after. So. so it was on purpose. Yeah. Not just like depression. I don't and... think you lose 100 pounds uh, on accident. Good for her though. Trying to be a healthy lifestyle. Healthier. But you know, she just had a baby. Well, not just no, had a baby, but that. she had a baby with her husband. And then I think she was starting to lose weight then. And I think the divorce, you know, nothing but a revenge body. You know, yeah. I, always, I always heard that you can, for women that are over overweight, when they have the baby, their body goes back to like a natural state. They lose more weight after they lose the baby than when they had to wait before they had the baby. That it depends. Sense. It really depends on how healthy you are during your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so you're supposed to, I guess, gain between 25 to 35 pounds during your pregnancy. Unfortunately, some people gain like 60 to 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you gain too much, obviously it's going to be much harder. But if you gain within the range that you're supposed to, within a healthy mm-hmm. range, then yes, you tend to end up being smaller based on breastfeeding. Because breastfeeding, mm-hmm. it like... The amount of calories you're allowed to consume doubles. Mm. And so, but you're still eating what you normally eat. So, yeah. yeah, I had a bunch of friends who they actually had to, like, they put them on nutriment and, like, they put them on all these, like, supplements to help them f- mm. stay fattened up, essentially, because they were losing weight way, way too, too much, too much after they had their baby because of the breastfeeding. Mm. All right. So, this rapper, songwriter, um, just turned 40. He is born in Alabama, but he currently reps GA. He's on Atlantic right now, but started on... Yeah. No. Uh-huh. He has associated acts would be like 2 Change, Chief Keith, Future, Migos. Associated he, acts, what does that mean? He just, he's done... Songs with them? Songs, or it has the same style that they do. 40 years old. He's known mostly for his mixtape. So he released one in 2009, which was super successful. It was called The State versus Roderick Davis. Oh, uh, Gucci. 
Yes. I don't like Gucci like that. Gucci Mane. Yeah, you gotta be from down here. That's yeah. what the Gucci man. I, I like some of his songs. It was like big when all that uh, ice. Uh, yeah, fat that Gucci. was like fat Gucci. Fat Gucci. Is fat Gucci better than skinny Gucci? Brawling Gucci. I don't know. This one, he's so progressive now. So like even his thinking, like it's just different. I mean, it was all about like hood trap, and especially yeah. from being down here, that's all we listened to at the time. So it was. It was just different. He was speaking for us, basically. So, I guess we can say jail changed his mindset. That's what it's supposed to do. It's a correctional institution. It's supposed so you're to. supposed to correct your thinking. It's supposed so. to. And supposedly he a clone now, as people would be saying. I know. Right? Everyone's saying, saying that. I remember that. There was a bunch of like talk about him being a clown. My thing is, if you're in jail, all you, all you can do is work out. All you, I mean, that's very out, true. I know a bunch of people shape. who came out of jail super brolic. Yeah. He's always been like that that type of hustler type, whatever. So, all right. So, that's cool. So, he's, right. he's only 40? Yeah, he just turned 40. Oh, I thought he was older. I'm, glad, that, you, I'm glad you said only 40 because I'll be 40 next year. So, only 40. 40 is still young, I think, yeah. in my book. But, you know, as I get older, the other ages start to get younger. All right. One, one. All right. Oh, you tired. Okay. So many would believe that this person was a drag queen herself. Wendy Williams. I mean, that's true. That's, I'm wrong. That was a bad. That was a bad <laughs> clue. Because <laughs> no. everybody thinks that Wendy yeah. Williams looks like a drag queen. But dang, you ain't you ain't gonna even pause. So Wendy Williams is <laughs> in. Oh, that was right. Yeah, you're no. right. <laughs> you Let's go. <laughs> so she's getting dragged because she made a few homophobic. Uh, statements on her show mm-hmm. so she said on her show that yeah you're not a part I don't care if you're gay you don't get a mency every 28 days alright bitch you look like you don't get one oh <laughs> she say a mency hold on it's not done yet oh. you can do a lot that we do but I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through. Mm. And stop wearing our skirts and our heels. Ooh. Oh, so she wow. went in. Then. Okay. She went in. Oh, wow. Hey, you know, A in our society, that ain't. Ooh. Ooh. So, Ooh. the thing about Wendy Williams, which I don't, you know, there's been a lot of like talk about her not, you know, being on, maybe being on substances. I don't mm. know if that's be true or not. But if you know Wendy Williams, you know a huge base fan of like a huge base, a huge fan base for her. LGBT. Is LGBT. Huge. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, but the gays live for Miss Wendy Williams, right? Mm. Because she's messy. And so I don't know if she's gonna be able to recover from this. I feel like this is a done deal. So what was it in reference to? Who was she talking about? She was talking to this gay man who I I don't. He was in the audience, mm. and apparently he was, like, wearing women's clothing or something mm. to that effect. And she mm. wanted to make it clear, like, she doesn't think that gay men, because they don't have menstruation cycles, which... Are women. So just for no reason, she picked him out, or did he ask a question? I'm it was sure like there a, was more leading up yeah. to it, but obviously the clip only shows you oh, yeah. where it popped off at. But, you know, there are a lot of women, not just Wendy Williams, who feel like there needs to be a separation between women and transgendered women, etc. So it's, Wendy Williams is not by herself in that thinking. I think she probably shouldn't have said it on TV. Yeah, but you I know? think clothing and shoes, I think most people are kind of over that. Like, yeah. I think there needs to be a delineation between transgendered women and women in sports. Yeah. You know, and, and, and things that are athletic and because of literally their biological um, makeup, 
you know, they have an advantage. But like, like if we're, if it was a beauty pageant, I don't know if I would be if I would disagree. I think they would need to say that they're trans, but I don't think I think that trans yeah. women could be in beauty pageants. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with that. I don't know. I'm gonna go too deep in that, but I don't think <laughs> that would be a. I think that would be an issue because yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. straight men yeah, seeing yeah. beautiful trans women and like having yeah, an issue be, with that. That's yeah, gonna be an issue. But either way, I, like she went. I mean, we've seen drag queens a million times. It's so bizarre. That's that's one thing that's been out for forever. Has been drag queens. You know what I mean? Mm. So to say that men can't wear skirts or dresses or heels. I mean, Prince wore them. And he's the motherfucking man. She feels some kind of way about it. All right, let's go. All right, I'll make this my last one. Okay, so this crooner, also writer, his recent ex-wife is in the news for dating Mr. Ryan Henry from Chicago, Inc. This singer has a stage name. It's not his actual real name. So it's a, it's a guy, okay. It's He's a singer, songwriter, record producer, actor, and dancer. And y'all, he be doing these little moves where he really think he's smooth, y'all. He really think he Chris Brown, but he ain't. Mm-hmm. He is 40 from Arkansas. Why, why am I struggling with that? Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, originally from Las Vegas, though, interestingly enough. Mm. And he is currently on Compound, but he was on Motown and Def Jam for a hot minute. Mm. Um, his debut solo single was called Stay, which was released in 2005 to moderate success. Sam 40. No, his debut album was called In My Own Words, which is also In My Own Words, uh, released in 2006 with critical and commercial success. He 40? reached number one on Billboard, Billboard mm. 200. Give, me, give us an initial, yeah, give us an initial, first initial of his stage name. N. Nelly? Neo? Yeah! Uh, oh, yes, nice. it's even out again. Damn it. Tied up. We're in it on the tie. <laughs> yeah, we're in it on the tie. So, yes, Neo's in the news because... He's 40? Yeah. Damn. I did not know Neo was 40. You think... What? Why are you surprised? He I black. Thought, I thought he was younger for some reason. That's I feel like I'm... black people could be... Like, some a black man asked me his age, and I was like, literally, you could be anywhere between 22 and 30 and, and 52. Like, I yeah. cannot tell you. If like, they taking care of them. Yeah, yeah, like, black men, you cannot... Because Lil Wayne don't look like he's... Oh, my You gosh. know what? Facts. So, all right, guys, let's go ahead and move... That. I don't mind being tied with Jason. That's okay. I'll I accept that. He, he, he don't want to be tied to you, though. <laughs> we have to come back and try to break the tie break. All right, let's actually get into a little bit more about Mr. Bryant. So, Mr. Bryant, you're rocking your T-shirt today, I see. You want to tell the people a little bit about it? What Absolutely. does it mean? Uh, new, new Era, era thinking. thinking. That's right, man. So, uh, consulting business, I started in 2012, mm-hmm. and we focus on uh, positive events and coaching. And the positive events are either inspirational workshops, networking events, or community events. Yeah. And then the coaching is either like personal development or small business. And um, our slogan is a new era's call for new thinking. So anybody who follows me, they always hear that. And the reason I even did that or thought about that was because I started pretty early in the business world. And to be honest with you, I was taught that you had to be cutthroat and, you know, step on this, do this, you know, that type of thing. And I never felt that. I always felt like there was an abundance and I can kind of bring something new to the business world. Mm. Yeah. Even though, even at an early age, I love business. That was always my, like, I, I could just tell. Yeah. It's so logical and then you get paid good if you yeah. do it well, right? So I was right in, right in on that, man. And uh, so the businessman 
it's been interesting, man, because it's um, something I do part time now and it's foundational. And once I'm done with the corporate world, that's what I'll be doing full time. So a lot of activity every single day. There's something going on. Yeah, you always have events. I was kind of we were laughing about that earlier. It's like there's oh, and they're always positive. They're always empowering. Yeah. They're always that's motivational. Fantastic. And you know, it started that though because my first company was a, a promotions company, so I was doing like club promotions and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And then I got. I can't even see you as a club promoter. Get was, out of here. <laughs> straight up, I was doing it, but it was like our, it was ladies' night. That was our night, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I realized that I love the organization part of it, like making sure everybody was good and having a good time. Like the host, I'm from down here, so yeah. I like I love the host, but I realized I hate it going in at nine o'clock, getting off at three, yeah, and then dealing with all the drunkenness and you know all that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's positive event. So something that's kind of leaving a mark. We were talking about earlier about legacy, right? Yeah. Like that's the legacy I want to like leave a mark on people in a positive nature. Dope. What's any what's new events that are coming up that you're excited about? I know you talked about DreamCon. Yes, that's, but what that's, else is on the horizon? That's probably like the biggest one I'm, I'm focusing on, and then uh, we'll do like another First Friday mixer in a few months. Uh, I love to do those too because right, you know, in a heart. Let's talk about this for, First Friday mixer, y'all. Because <laughs> uh, so my first time going to St. Pete, it was actually to this First Friday mixer that you oh, know. Oh, that's have, right. Remember? That's right. Oh, wow. well, it was, it was yes. a big group of us down there too, right? Like from the groups and stuff. So I didn't. Um, I never had gone to St. Pete, even though I lived in Tampa. But I'm not obviously from Tampa so I just kind of stayed in my little Tampa life Tampa world and I would go to Siesta Keys for the beach and so, or Clearwater and so I never actually been to downtown St. Pete at all it was like foreign to me and so Jason has this first Friday mixer where is it at now? Uh, we move it around I either do yeah. it at my office downtown or I pick like a spot and the last one we just did last month was uh, we did like a bar hop at like the spots I like to hit oh nice because <laughs> what happened is after we do it because we do it it's like happy hour time 5 to 8 yeah. you know, all that stuff and we'll incorporate some type of live music and then go downstairs and watch live music, do raffles. I have like other businesses have them feature, kind of tell, like bring, you know, connecting people. Yeah. yeah. And what would happen is every time after this, everybody's like, well, where are you going next, Jay? Where right. Are you going? So I literally have like 20 people like, just, like, hopping t- with just you. going and, you know, everybody's on a good vibe, man. So it's kind of cool. And I like to show y'all, you know, y'all know I'm pro St. Pete all day. Oh, so sure, so sure. I like to show everybody the city and I like to show us because, you know, it's not always a lot of brown people down there. So I like to try to just A, get them used to what we do, right? Yeah. And get used to us because like, hey, we here. We are <laughs> ain't here. going nowhere. Yeah. What's been your, um, your, your greatest achievement so far as to date as for New Era thinking? Like, oh, man. That's a good um, question. I would say um, it's to the point now where people are introducing me. They're like, oh, that's New Era thinking. And, you know, they'll say something like, oh, that's New Era thinking. You know, they kind of like find yeah. a way to, to do that. So you I think the brand, yourself. yeah, the brand is uh, definitely there and it's in a positive no- nature. And um, I love that it's challenging people's thinking. So I feel like I've actually made like an impact on people and how they think about stuff. So I think that's like the most thing that I could, that's the thing I'm most proud of, to be honest with you. That's dope. You do small business coaching. What does that entail? It's um, basically, it can range from, hey, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I got a call when I leave from here to help a guy. He, he has no idea where to even start. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, help him get off their feet. But with foundation, things that I had to learn the hard way with my first business. Yeah. Um, and then, or if they're there and they're like, hey, you know, I'm trying to turn that corner. Turn that corner can mean make more money, grow, whatever it is. So I apply a lot of, A, the experiences that I've had. And then mm-hmm. also what I learned in the corporate world, because, you know, I get to sit in tables that a lot of people don't get to sit in. So I basically feel like Robin Hood taking the information from, you know, their table and bringing it to us. 
Dope. So it's uh, that's what I kind of focus on. And people don't know, especially as a small business owner, you got to be straight too. So if you ain't yeah. if your life ain't right, your business ain't gonna be right because you're the one that's running it. Yeah. So I focus on a lot of that stuff. Say that one more time for the zippers. <laughs> if your business ain't, if your life ain't right, your business probably ain't gonna be right. So focus on yourself too. That is factual. What are your socials? How do people get to know you? Or uh, find you? Instagram, Jason Bryant, PMP, or um, New Era Thinking. And the same thing on Facebook, Jason Bryant, PMP, or New Era Thinking. Any spaces, any dashes? No, Just all three. I'm all straight branded on there. You know, mm-hmm. jump right on it. <laughs> so one thing you you that you have as a hashtag that I think you had for a long time before. Yeah, before the late great Nipsey Hussle yeah. uh, started, it was the marathon mindset. For sure. Oh my God, that's and so true. I definitely saw that from you first. Uh, yeah. Explain that, um, how that came about, and <laughs> how'd you feel when other people started using it? And not that Nipsey stole it from you or anything I know, like that. Nah, yeah. I, I felt some type of way the first couple of times, and especially when he uh, did pass, and I see people that I know that have been following me for a while, and they're like, oh, the marathon gets in. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll take that. You know, he was great. Yeah. Um, but um, that started because, again, growing up as a true statistic, I always knew that I was different, but I didn't know what it was, and I would try to explain what I was trying to do to my, my circle. And, you know, I grew around the way, so, you know, our mindsets aren't really there. Yeah. And, um... I just was determined and then when I like kind of got into like doing like running and stuff like that and then I thought about like a marathon and mm-hmm. what you have to do with a marathon is you got to train for it you got to get your mind together you got to condition yourself so for me that's really about reaching a goal no matter what goes on so you almost like how those horses are in the race like their blinders on yeah that's what that marathon mindset is and 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 because life is a marathon right yeah. it never stops until you stop right Thanks. so for me it's like get ready to do it and just know that you got to get to that that end point so Condition. I Love it. Yourself. Actually, I got, I got the back of my shirt, yeah, I saw when I come, yeah, walked in. Yeah, I love it. Can they, is there a link? Do you know the link for your dream con? Yeah, the the dreamcon.com. The, the or T H E or T H E? Yeah. Okay, the? The or Okay, I'm from down here. <laughs> <laughs> the, I just want to make sure the people get to the touche, right place. Touche. Be right back. 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 Hey, you can't. Hey, I love our lingo, though. That's why I love it. Because my mom always made us speak proper English. So people didn't know I grew up around the way. So they'd be like, oh, whatever. I'm just like, but I, you know, you pick up, you keep some of the slang. Yeah, you do. Keep some of the slang. And if they and if you go on there today is the last day actually, uh, you can get twenty five percent off by so by the time you guys listen to this, uh, just use Jason as the and you'll get twenty five percent off on the ticket. I don't. And we had you for your book. How's your book doing? It's been going good. We've uh, not been pushing it as much. We uh, refresh the people. Uh, Think, plan, prevail is the book, and um, you know it's, uh, how to overcome opposition. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, just been honestly focusing on like doing the workshops and stuff lately. And it helps though because with conversations, I was able to talk to some doctoral students and stuff like that. So we pull certain insert excerpts out of it and talk about you know you talk about the marathon mindset and all that stuff. So some of the things that I kind of push in general uh, have been going on there. So it's still available on Barnes and Nobles and stuff like that. All right, dope. That's what's up. Any other questions, sir? That's it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move. First, let me apologize for what you're about to hear. Let's go ahead and move Uh, on to the main set. For this classic song. Hey, TJ. You might have heard it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I actually did. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Hey. That's why y'all be jumping in on it. it Hey, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. 
were you doing the post that we talked about did yeah. you do the hashtags and stuff like that so for me as i'm basically saying is i don't think they're always right and i'm a, I'm, I'm a checker too so i'm like one oh of you be people, checking them what did you but, you're, but you're a coach so that yeah. makes it it's, a little bit of a distance and that's why i was saying you're forced to check, call people I, out. That's what I'm there. So that's what I was going to say. So, no, I don't think they're always right, but I do like what both you guys were saying and what you were saying, too, is just like, I think it's good to still acknowledge them because they might be bringing up a good point about that you need to work on your business because just because your business is together and you're providing a service doesn't mean that you got it all together. So I think you listen to them, but you try to find a compromise. And like I said, it depends on what the product is. Like, I can't, again, if it's a bottle, if it has holes in it and it's not holding the, yeah. the thing that's you know i can't really you're yeah. right about that but yeah. like something else is a little different because you, at the end of the day even if they're angry you still want to try your best to make sure they don't go and leave a bad review exactly. right and so they can be disappointed and not and not getting the service well not the service the product they wanted but if you can get them to a point where you know what i'm still upset but i will still leave a positive review and because one bad review spreads quicker It'll die. than a positive review. It'll kill you. People are more likely to, to leave a bad review than they are to leave a positive review. So I, because of that, I believe the customer is right. And what I and why I say that is because I think that one of the most important things to do as a business is to set expectation. And so I think a lot of times when you have um, that friction or that tension, a lot of times it becomes yeah. from uh, like relationships. It's kind of like to your point, if you don't get your personal self together, then you won't, you know, it'll impact your business. It's all about setting those expectations and, and following through. So if I expect, you know, a certain thing as a customer and you don't meet up to that expectation, that's when I'm going to have an issue unless I'm crazy. I'll give you an example to what you just said. So I have an expectation. Like I used to work in a gym this a long time ago. We had an expectation that everybody that was walking out the door, you said goodbye to. Yeah. Right? Said say goodbye, or they walking you speak to. So fast forward to Planet Fitness. There are times when I'm walking out the door, no one speaks. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, they could, they could at least acknowledge, right? Right. And so uh, the other day on my way out, I think it might have been the owner. I don't know, the white guy. And um, I was walking out. He said, have a good day. Mm. And I turned around. I walked over to him. I said, look, I'm not saying I'm right. But I want you to know that you saying goodbye to me is an important step in, keep, in keeping me here. I said, because acknowledgement of that person, your customer is important. I said, so, so many people want you to speak to us. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and that's it. He said, I appreciate that. You know, again, I might not be right. Yeah. But he didn't reject it. He was like, you know what? And you can tell he, he took it in. Yeah. You know, and I think that's as a business owner or you take in the, the feedback of what the customers say. But know? that was interesting because that was an expectation you had based on another company mm -hmm. that you are now applying to this new company, yeah, which is always an interesting thing. That's why you have to do market research, you know, and mm -hmm. always compare. So I've had something similar with Moe's. You guys all welcome know. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as you walk in, welcome to Moe's. So when I walked in one day and nobody welcomed me, I literally wanted to leave. I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Y'all welcome me like just because it's such an expectation that they have created now mm -hmm. that when they don't it's very obvious mm -hmm. yeah, right, so one I thing on that though i will say that it's um man i lost my train of thought on that one sorry you got this you got this it'll come back to you while it'll i'm thinking about it i would say i also maybe maybe a reason is an expectation for me is because as a black man i want to see if i'm being acknowledged 
in, the, in, a, in a place. And so even when I go to like, I'm in downtown St. Pete the other day, I went to an art gallery. When I walked into the art gallery, there was a man Sorry. talking to another guy and they just talked the entire time. Did not acknowledge me at all. I didn't can't. say hello, didn't say welcome, didn't say anything. Now I could have been a million dollar cu- customer mm-hmm. and he didn't speak to me. And so I walked I out. I know what it was. I walked out. What was it his was, hand? <laughs> no, not that part, but I think the whole about <laughs> acknowledging. Yeah. Is that I think people forget in business that it's still people. Right? Yes. We have certain hierarchical needs that we require. Yeah. And we don't always talk about it because we think business is like this. And one thing that I learned from my mentor, Cedric, is that money comes from one place, and that's people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make a person feel a certain way, to Absolutely. your point, acknowledging like a simple yes, hi, how you doing? That, that carries along with and I think yeah. that's the thing we forget about the human aspect yeah absolutely I didn't buy shit from him if I go into a store and I am not acknowledged or I'm too acknowledged like I feel they're following me oh, it becomes yeah. an issue alright All right, so I have some incidents mm. you guys you along with the sippers you guys are currently business owners okay and I'm going to give you some things that happened and you tell me how you would handle it alright All right. All right, so a customer comes in to return a light bulb that was defective, legitimately was. New, the person, you're new, not sure of the return policy quite yet. Mm. Your regional boss, so you have a franchise, has said no to returning the actual light bulb. Mm -hmm. And then the customer literally gets super angry and ends up throwing the light bulbs mm. in the store. How are you handling that? It's like two wrongs don't make a right. So the product was actually broke? Product was actually defective. Mm. And our policy is we can't. And your policy is you will not re- you will not let them return it. Mm. Customer gets all the way aggy. Mm. I mean, you it obviously pelting light bulbs. It sounds like you can't give them the money back, right. so you have to explain the policy to them. But apparently, they're upset at this point. You just let them go charge to the game, and you, you know, like, hey, I would like to, I don't know, I would try to find something to accommodate them, especially if, I mean, if it's our fault, right? <laughs> like, how do you not? How do you not? Yeah. yeah but like, also, what do you do when you have a customer in your store with other customers who are who's literally grabbing light bulbs off your shelf and starts pelting it? Well, I think I. Well, first try to talk them off the cliff, mm-hmm. right? And try to find how, cause they're not, they're not angry at you per se. Mm-hmm. They're angry about the situation. And so even though you can't get them the money back, like to Jason's point, you want to try to find another way to say, well, I can't give you your money back for this product, but here's 10% off on Something. your next you know, purchase or et cetera, et cetera. But they're not listening. At some point, you got to call the cops. Yeah. Because it's going because now you're affecting other money mm-hmm. by that person whip, whip throwing other light bulbs off the, off the shelves. That's money you're losing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people who are in the bit in the in the store don't want to be a part they're of that. Gonna leave. They're going to leave. Now you're losing more money. So you, I would end up calling the cops eventually. Yeah. I think I would have called the police, especially if they're throwing damaging property. Yeah. yeah. Merchandise. I don't know. I mean, I get that the regional director said no, but I don't think, I think I would still would have tried to find an um, alternative or a compromise um, before it escalated. Like, because I know if I know it's a def- defective, like, then it would be just hard for me to like, just say no. You know, like, how do you just adamantly be like, no? I mean, and there's nothing more that I like as a customer 
than when I feel like an employee's breaking the rules for me in my benefit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I usually don't do this. It just feels so good. But then it creates this like brand loyalty because my like I have a guy at Best Buy that's who I go to every single time. So I go to this exact Best Buy every single time yeah. and I go to the, I look for this person because he gave me that little discount that one time and so now that store forever has my business like yeah I would try to give a discount but I wouldn't give a product away though you know I wouldn't give him yeah. because now you're putting yourself your job in line because you basically are stealing from your company no I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. steal I would just I would I would put it in and I would just do it because at the end of the day, when you throw and you pelted it, you're now you've broken like six or seven light bulbs versus just replacing the one. Yeah. Even if I had to pay out of pocket, I would have just paid out of pocket for it for them. I would yeah. say it's just bad. That's bad customer service to not just give that person a return money on that because you like you say, you're losing way more money. Yeah. Not giving that money back. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I'll find a way to compensate them. Yeah. All right. So next one. You have an employee who tells you that they want a two-week vacation. Mm. Pretty much demands a two-week vacation based on a recent incident. So you own a lingerie. Wait, wait a minute. A recent incident between them two? Or no, a, rec- a recent incident at your store. Oh, okay. So you own a lingerie uh, store. And while this employee was like cleaning, she found that she found a dirty stained and wet underwear packed inside of one of the panty drawers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, somebody got there. <laughs> you guys. Somebody wore them. I, I know where I was like, what's the clothes? All these guys' faces right now. Like, where dead. are we going with this? <laughs> okay. So, it's a lingerie store. I don't know how people do that, but like, like a Victoria's Secret or, or like, you know, whatever. And there's those panty drawers, and somebody left. Try them on. No, somebody left their panties uh, that were ruined from, you know, catching their period too early or whatever the case is. Uh, and they shoved it in the drawer with all the clean panties oh, wow. and just stole, I guess, a clean panty to change it out. Oh, wow. So now you have your... <laughs> your whole drawer is contaminated. Your whole drawer is contaminated <laughs> for sure because it's blood. Um, but now you have your, not your coworker, but you have your um, employee mm. Who is demanding a two-week vacation based on traumatic no. experiences? That's nah. a bit much. Are you yeah. giving the okay nah. or no? Nah, two weeks. Nah, I give you. I a would day. like, hey, go, yeah, go take the day off. I know that's a little traumatizing. <laughs> go wash your hands. Like, yeah, right. Well, I'll take care of this. You know. What but, if like, you figure all, out you... who the, empl- the customer is, and the customer is somebody who is known to have purchased, like, is a frequent customer, always purchasing? You run the video back, and you realize mm. who it is. How are you addressing it? When they get in, let me holler at you real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you this. Yeah. If you have evidence of it, you definitely address it. But you do not address it with just you and that person. Have another person in the room with you, like a supervisor, another manager. That way it's both y'all words mm-hmm. against this one person word. You know, and so, but the employee, hell no, you're not getting two weeks. You probably don't even have two weeks to begin with. <laughs> right. Especially working in a retail store. You don't yeah. have. Mm-mm. Okay. Moving on. 
So your store is closing in five minutes and a middle-aged lady who is a frequent customer comes up to your register. As you're ringing her up, she asks if she can touch your face. <laughs> you, being confused, don't respond, and she leans over and starts to rub your cheeks in a very circular, soothing motion. Mm. She then starts asking odd questions like if you still live with your parents, what you were having for dinner. What? Right. After she paid for her stuff, she grabs your cheeks again and rubs them one more time. Mm -mm. How do you handle that customer? Do I have a crush on this customer? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good question. This is like, a good question. It all depends on like, that's, especially if they, she comes there. I got to be very specific. Yes. She comes there yes. <laughs> like often. And it's like, okay, we don't have a little flirtation thing going on or something. Like, yeah, you know, I get off in like five minutes. So what's that? Uh, what's that old rule that says uh, the person is not offended by you sliding the DM if you're attracted to the person? Right. Literally. You know what I hate the internet because they're yeah. like, I hate the what's up or the um, good morning, beautiful. No one hates a good morning, beautiful text if you like the guy. Yeah. Like, it's awesome if you yeah. like the guy. The good morning, beautiful is only annoying if you don't like it. Like, yeah, but I probably, back to your point I'm part, I would not let somebody touch my face I'm I know just I not can. I'm not letting a, ran, a random stranger touch my face this she's not a stranger not she's been there multiple times apparently yeah well, well the interesting <laughs> thing though about that and I can speak to this like from my own experience is that when people people do touch me all the time it's really fucking annoying they touch my hair oh okay I can see that like constantly at yeah. least at least once a day if I'm like actually outside some random person is touching my hair at mm -hmm. least once mm -hmm. a day. I'm like, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I literally got touched three times yesterday and I was so fucking annoyed, but it That's happened crazy. so quickly though. Yeah. They're like, Hey, how you doing? I just started. Yes. <laughs> because like when they're asking, if they ask, right. And most of them don't, but if they ask, they normally, they're just talking and then boom, their hands in your hair. Not right? do you mind? No, like majority of the times they don't ask. And if they mm. do ask, they're asking as they're yeah. already reaching their hand into yeah. my hair. <laughs> the most annoying thing. So I think that you don't have a, like a really, unless you have really good reaction, reaction time, yeah. you know, she's done touch your face. Nah, <laughs> what you gonna do? Face. You should walk around one day. I just think about that meme, the spray bottle. Ah, ah, right? <laughs> You're like a dog. <laughs> ah, ah, don't do it. I know. That's why I, I believe in like personal space. Like, especially like in the stores or whatnot. If someone's too close to me, like I've had somebody, while I'm in the aisle, literally standing right behind me where I can't even move. Mm -hmm. I, feel like, I almost feel them breathing on my neck. And I would turn around and be like, do you mind taking a step back? I'd say, you're just in my space right now. And I, mm -hmm. so for me, even when I'm talking to somebody face to face, especially if somebody I don't know, there's always this. Yeah, it's a barrier. It's a barrier yeah. there. I just reposition. I, I guess I don't really say, hey, can you step back? I just kind of reposition. Like, and then I was like, hey, if they do I it said, again, if it's they like, coming in high, ain't nothing you can yeah. do. I've learned that. I've, my little dip game is strong, but they, they be determined to touch these curls. I feel like you probably being deep thought all the time. Me, I'm always scanning though. Like yeah. I, if I don't know why, I'm like even when I'm standing around, I'm like. I'm looking oh no, around. I'm so cognizant of my. Yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah. True. I'm a and woman. And I was gonna say, I think that has a lot to do with it too. Um, I think our space as men is it's like more a little respected. bit more. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are yeah, black men too. Y'all scary, supposedly. All right. Yeah. Bullshit. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta put that, that armor up. Right. Know? 
That black man confidence. <laughs> I can't. All right, so those were all true stories. That's crazy. Oh, Isn't okay. that crazy? Man, even uh, the real, realistic the panty draws. That's crazy. Realistic stories. I mean, accidents happen, man. You know, but but how you handle it is so but important. It, but if it's just a one-time thing, would you really bring that up to that person next time it came in? You know yeah. what I mean? See, this yeah. is the thing. This is the thing that I argue. Yeah. That I, I think for the the the, the face touching. I think you just laugh it off, and because and it's, I've had that situation. I've been teaching dance classes, and one of my students mm. like touch my hair or get a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, like and bring I, you in a little bit. Yeah, mm. and so I think you have to like. I think you have to address it unless you want it to be just a continual thing, but you have to address it in a lighthearted manner. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. girl, ha, 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 ha. But with the whole period panty, no, I think you. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. You bring them because it be, it becomes a. A issue with like society, like it's a Sanit- health issue. Sanitary, it's not one thing to sanitary, steal, yeah. but to put it in, that was like one thing. Like, I still in that, like you said, I would definitely look at that a little different, but yeah. putting it in the drawer, like, like throw it away, yeah. boo. It's okay, yeah, like straight up, like it's okay. Uh, have you guys seen this new viral clip of uh, the Wendy's worker taking a little hot tub soak in the Wendy's mm-hmm. sink? No. no, I didn't see that. Okay, so a Wendy's worker is what appear he appears to be naked. He's sitting in this um, Wendy's sink, and then you see like the other Wendy's workers like walking around, kind of like laughing with him. And this is all at a Wendy's. Clearly, they're actually boxing people's food up at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like an operating Wendy's. Everybody got fired, and I'm not uh, mad about it. Nah. I am not mad about it. Like in a group, like he, they fired every single person on that shift. Because somebody should have said something, should have stopped it. True. Yeah, Absolutely. that's handling people's food. Yeah. Yes. All right. So Forbes has recently posted. Uh, it's called Nightmares in Customer Service, and they talk about how that you can address issues um, with like nightmare customer service issues, right? Mm-hmm. So bad attitudes how do you guys personally in your businesses deal with bad attitudes personally i'm always just nice i, I combat it with a, a nice perspective um again understanding same thing i it's, it's weird I, I approach it the same way i approach people that i'm dating or people who are mad we have, we have a disagreement let me understand what your perspective yeah all right why are you mad help me understand okay i see i get it what's the solution and then move it to the next step. So I just combat it with positive energy, personally. What about you? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, I usually have, when I'm told, I have like a common you type do. demeanor. So if someone is, I'll kind of take Jay's point. Like, let me just kind of understand. Because I don't really get riled up a lot. Yeah. So it's like, all right, let me see what's going on. And a bad attitude is different because it's like, did it, is it something I did? Yeah. You it know, be something like completely not related yeah, to Yeah, and then I have to try to feel through it. I've gotten better. I can't say I've always been good at that, but I'm definitely better at it now than I ever was. So I kind of just try to, definitely, I, I definitely don't try to match their energy because that makes just, it worse but it just, that's adding yep. fuel to the fire so yeah. that's probably one of my main things try to understand yeah. and then probably diffuse that's like my main thing because yeah. like positive eyes over here so forbes goes and for me i'm with the same with in terms of bad attitude and it's a customer i try to redirect it i try to find uh i try to empathize as much as possible by putting myself in their foot you know, in their in their shoes. So Forbes says flexibility is key when you're dealing with a bad customer. And it's a pretty long paragraph, but essentially it just says that 
you cannot you can obviously kind of what you're saying you need to adapt to them and to what they're going through you cannot be rigid so you can't approach everything the same way and people customers tend to have bad attitudes if you try to if you forget the people are are people you know what i mean and so if you take into consideration that they might have the bad attitude might not actually be from your product or from your service it might be from something else that's triggering them yeah how you approach it you need to approach it that much more delicately that much more positively you want to provide them with you know some something to counter the negativity all right guys what about a lack of courtesy or uh laziness from their employee we mean so some customer businesses and i think for your businesses and for your coaching you guys give your customers homework right you give your customers things to do right so we're not talking about like a retail in terms of like a big store or things like that but what happens when your customers uh a don't have a like lack courtesy but also their laziness is impacting your ability to do your job how do you guys handle that i know for me specifically specifically mm-hmm. because of what i do i um i try to find creative ways and everybody has to be motivated differently to hold them accountable for it which mm-hmm. just goes back to our conversation earlier about expectations yeah and I make it very clear that, hey, if you aren't seeing the results that you want, this might be why. Yeah. This is why I'm saying that, just to kind of like kind of give them that mirror because, you know, like the four phases of learning, right? Unconsciously, unconscious, consciously, unconscious, conscious, conscious, and then consciously, unconscious. So a lot of times they're in that first phase where they don't even know that they're doing it or not doing it. Yeah. So I always try to afford people the opportunity at first. Now, if it continues, that's a whole different topic, but I'll at least try to like, hey, this isn't working because you just want to watch TV all day or you're not doing this thing. So I try to walk with people, you know, as much as I can. And after that, I'll just kind of probably end the the partnership. You'll just cut the relationship out. It's like, cause I I can't, I can't perform. And then I'm going to create a bad experience. It's I'm going to be mad because I'm wasting my time, you know, like all that stuff. And their experience is bad as well. What about you, Jay? I like to bring their goals back into the forefront when they, when they don't achieve what we've had the homework. I say, okay, well, you remember what your goals were. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, what were your goals? Have them tell me what the goals are. All right, so tell me what prevented you from achieving these goals this week. Right. Oh, what did you do? Oh, I did this, blah, blah. Okay, so are these still your goals? Yes, okay. What's going to prevent you from achieving these goals next week? Right, I just try to bring them back to what, what the goals are. And then back, back to Jason's point, if they continue down that path, at some point, you, don't, you want to be a successful coach. And if this person's not getting where they need to go, you gonna start. You, you feel like okay, I'm I'm failing as a coach here, mm-hmm. and you don't want that feeling of energy as well. So you got to end that partnership at some point. But for me, I always try to bring them back to what their goals were, what what got in the way, and can try to get them remoted, refocus that way. And that doesn't work, then it's on them. True. All right. So Forbes' response to this is: Remember, your customers aren't just buying your products or services; they're buying an experience. And part of what that experience is, is accountability. Like in so situations like that. So I was looking at business.com. They also had something about accountability and it was talking about essentially when you have like an accountability based business, which 
um, or you, you, your customers require to engage in you for you to do your part, it's actually, they said, not to, to release your client, uh, to hold them to the task. Mm. Because that was part of the, the of, of the experience that they're trying to acquire, right? Yeah. And so, like, if you have a, if you're coaching somebody who is having, you know, procrastination and laziness issues and they're not following and tracking, then um, you actually want to keep them. Because you want to, you hope eventually it'll click. It'll click for them, the yeah. reason they're coming, the reason they're paying, the reason that they're there is because they might, they they want the change. They might just not want it bad enough at that mm-hmm. point. But that consistency, right, yeah. Yeah. may help them. Yeah. All right, guys. Last one. What about, and we, ooh, this was, was it you earlier? Non-existent customer service. Non-existing customer service? Non-existent customer service. So very little interaction with the customer. How do you guys feel about that? Like I said, for me, I I, I don't want to be followed around, right? I don't want to be followed around. But if I have a question on something, if I approach you, I always go back to this Home Depot experience I've always had. And I, when I went to Home Depot, I was like, hey, why do, how, where do I find, it was like a screwdriver or something, I don't remember. Most people or most companies will say, oh, you go down about eight, eight aisles, it's going to be somewhere down on the left. But what this customer did, it's, oh, follow me, I'll show you. They walked me right to the aisle, down the aisle, right to what it was, oh, here's your screwdrivers, and here's, a, I think this is the better option here for this one, I don't know what you're looking for. So it was just more of like, okay, they didn't just lead me to stray. They, they walked me to where where I was looking for. I think that's their new policy because I just recently went in there and they did the same thing. It's important. And it is I think so nice. Yeah, it's a hard place, to, especially if you don't go often. Like, yeah. It's hard to find stuff in there. Facts. Yeah, so I think for me, I, I'm okay with that that customer service where you're just talking to me. Just don't overdo it. You know what I mean? No, it's like it's like a relationship. A, a relationship. It's so funny yeah. because there is definitely that fine line of over communicating yeah. versus under communicating, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, how do you know? I'm just laughing right now because uh, one day I was on the phone and I pulled up at Chick Fil A, and um, oh Chick Fil A, but it but it was so crazy. So I was on the phone with my friend. She was on the, she was on the speaker and she heard the most chipper voice ever. She's like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? What do you need? And she was like, damn. First of like, all, I love that that's your chipper voice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't so even do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like level eleven. I'm like, I'm not there. But it was to your point. That and I told, I say, like, oh man, it's like that's like that's Chick Fil A to service. And I was like, honestly, that was a bit much because it's like yeah. I know he doesn't talk like that all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like a media. I like I guess genuineness. I yeah. guess is what I'm getting at. Authenticity. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. You, first of all, you have to have customer yeah. service. I don't think you can do that. But when it's non-existence, it's like I will probably never come back there again. But see, isn't that so hard, right? Because we were like, you know what? It's a common sense is common when it's not. It's something that you're taught. Like knowing people, people are sometimes suck. You know what I mean? So you might want genuine and authentic conversations, but all your employees might not be like, if they were genuine, then your business would be sunk. You know what I mean? Like, True. so like, I'm just thinking about Chick-fil-A. They're known for, they're literally known for that, for mm-hmm. being cheery and happy and like, you know, Walt Disney for chicken sandwiches, right? Basically. 
And if that is not necessarily <laughs> who you are, then you have to force yourself into that. Which is why you don't see a lot of people that work at Popeyes work at Chick-fil-A. Mm. I also think it's important for us as customers when we go to our, a place to experience what we almost think is going to be bad, when a customer does something good or employee does something good, I think it's important to give them that feedback because then they feel good about, about themselves and them doing the job. How many times have we gone to a McDonald's and be like, damn, even these employees at McDonald's are angry as hell. Yeah. But, you know, but then you come across that one person who's like really, really nice. Positive, yeah. And like, I also say, you know what? I said, who's your manager? I know it sounds corny, but I say, she, she thinks she's in, she's in trouble. Yeah. Right? Then the manager comes up and says, look, I just want you to know this. She gave me awesome customer service. I think that's now. good. That's good. Yeah. You know? People don't always say things. Yeah. Build culture. How do you guys feel about build culture? Um, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Customer, like when you're actual the customer. This is I have. I just had this experience at the at Win Dixie. I realize I prefer the self checkout line, even if there is a line in the self checkout line and the cashier is open. I will almost always still go to the self checkout. I do love self checkout. Um, and it's partly because a when you go to the cash register, it's either. Uh, they want to talk to you. <laughs> and I don't want to talk as a customer. So what do you do when you have like customers like me who are just like, I just want to put this thing in front of you. I want you to ring it up. And I yeah. want you to give it to me in a bag and I want to go. And you can say, okay, a hello is nice, but I don't want to go into how you're doing, how your day, you know. Sounds like opposite of that. Ooh, looks, that looks so, del- I, I literally hate when they're like clocking your basket and they're like, ooh, this looks delicious. Have you tried this? If you do not ring this shit up. <laughs> that's, that's why they created self-checkout for people like you. Basically, <laughs> they thought about L when they yeah. Self-checkout is my like, shit. I, like, I like self-checkout, but I also don't mind like when interacting. I go, interacting. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I go through, I always, always look at the name tag. And they be like, how are you doing today? I'm like, hey, Jason, how you doing yeah. today? Like, how okay, you got a long morning? Like that's how I do Personalization it. Personalization is like I a do that. If you ever read the book by Dale Carnegie called How to Win Friends and Influence People, mm-hmm. yep. that was one of the things they talked about. Absolutely. And it gets to kind of what Jay was talking about, acknowledgement, and then giving them that personalization of what their name and stuff. Yeah. Because you I always think about kind of, I think Jay was kind of hitting on this some of us are here to really uh, uplift and empower people and sometimes it's just a quick conversation with a cashier who probably has just been getting treated like shit mm-hmm. all day yeah. and then they got you coming through the line like just to yeah. give them a little ray or something so that's kind of why I usually go through the, the line a do, little sp- okay I do, so I'm, I do that. I'm the dick here guys I basically I do, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shay's shaking, shaking his head I mean that's why I go to self-checkout so I don't yeah. have to be that person but the my biggest pet peeve no matter how much I don't like the interaction uh, at the checkout my biggest pet peeve is when I get to the checkout and they're talking to the bagger mm. and they mm. don't acknowledge you at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. Not acknowledge. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how you? Like, I'll, I'll be a smart ass then. Like, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all good? <laughs> do you call people, right? do you call people out when you get oh, into those experiences? Well, I really am. I'm a checker. Like, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. But I do it in a, in a cootful way, of yeah. course. But because it's more, it's to pull, again, it's all with a positive mm-hmm. thought in mind to pull that out of people because a lot of times they don't even realize they're doing it and it's yeah. like look don't do that shit again basically yeah yeah <laughs> check, check all right where we at what about you what do you check people um i'm not i'm not more so of a checker i just try to if i'm a customer i try to bring the focus back to me or you know again i like i like to make people feel good about themselves 
So I always like I go through tolls. I'm not so much anymore because now everything's automated. But I used to go through tolls, and I was used to talk to the toll person just to make me oh smile. Oh my god, who are you? Get yeah. off! That literally like is my nightmare. <laughs> like my nightmare. Even like servers, oh. servers and waiters when they come to the table, I'm like, oh, they say, "How's You're your food?" You're not an introvert. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm like, food was horrible, Jason. <laughs> like I don't. And they were like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm just playing." Like you know, it was good. Oh Thank my you. god, I just, I just do stuff like Ella's like coins, bitch. Get yeah. these coins yeah. in this, like, this, this toll. You pick up this straw, you peasants. You peasants. It's so funny because like that really, you know, I feel like I'm writing, like I am evening the score because you know, like people who are super chat, like waitresses and waiters who are super chatty, I assume that they get good wages, Mm. but like I appreciate the one who is on it, but shuts the fuck up. Yeah, I agree like, with that, especially on my, it is dependent on my mood. I agree with you on yeah. that because sometimes I don't feel like talking. Yeah, I'm not as gregarious as I normally could be. Yeah, but you're right. Sometimes I just like just and I and I found ways. We're very subliminal people, yeah. so I found ways like I could just be in my phone. Like yeah, yeah I'll take this. I already know what I want. Yeah, thank uh-huh. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. just kind of yeah, like yeah, just kind of yeah, cut yeah, them yeah. off a little bit. So. Right. What about Uber? Uh, I mean, I I do. I'm a Lyft driver part time every now and then, so I try to. What I like about Uber now, though, if you, you, when, you when you choose an Uber, you already know where no, I'm at. I don't, <laughs> but look, know where on I'm the at. Uber app now, they, they give you the option that says, "What kind of experience do you do you expect?" Ooh, they that's said, nice. "Do you want a, a talking experience or do you want that's silence?" On Uber now, it is. They said, "Do you want AC that's, that's or do you?" Genius. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" So now you can choose what kind of experience you want to have. You want your driver to talk to you. I didn't know that. I typically never. I typically talk to my customers. You know, they be telling me all kinds of shit though, all kinds of stories. I've got a story to tell you after, but like off air. But to your point, Jason, (laughs) it's like some you got to be able to read the cues. Some people don't want to talk. And I had this one guy. He was just like short answers. I'm like, okay, he just want to chill in the back. So I'm gonna turn this music up. Yeah, I'm gonna ride out. You know, it's so so interesting to me how people's own personal agendas definitely come into place in situations like that. Because I've definitely been in. Y'all already know I don't want to talk no damn Uber, right? But I also don't want to front. Like I don't want to have to be like on my phone. You probably have your headphones or pretend. Yeah, you know, I do now. Dude. And I, okay, that's so disrespectful. My headphones keeps getting bigger and bigger too, yeah. because the bigger they are, is the more of a deterrent they are. It so does I used to imply. have that's so little, funny. Yeah. I used to have the little buds that you could barely see, yeah. and then people kept talking to me. So then I got the wire, you know, like still wireless, but it had the wire so you could see it. People kept talking to me, so now I have like one of these bad boys that are wow. wireless, and they just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Isn't it funny that I'm on a podcast that all I do is talk? But it's, mm. again, it's a controlled interaction. Yeah. yeah. I have to, like, for podcasts especially, I have to, like, get my situation together. I got to be, like, emotionally ready to talk this much. Yeah. Mm. All right, right. before we move on, I wanted to circle back to Shay, because, Shay, you said you had an interesting story for us about your Oh, move. just about customer service. I mean, okay, so I've had... Bunch of different furniture come into the house, new new stuff, whatever. Because we did several different stores. I've had different uh, service industries come in to like install different things. About over five, and the first four was amazing. We literally at one point had white glove service mm. for delivering one item. Mm. Uh, one other, you know, one other product they came in, they they created, they uh, constructed everything outside. And then put it in and put those last two pieces together. They're very, very careful about where they were, about the walls and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the last one. Mm-hmm. Lord, if a tornado came to the house, it would have been left less damage. Wow. Um, so new house, mind you, so these guys come in, they're running around the, the, the home. 
and we're, we're like my mom's spazzing the hell out mm. and i'm like i'm trying to calm her down and not get to her level like you know ramp it up because freaking hiroshima um <laughs> but then they they're dropping things and when we did tell them they're like oh well i do this all the th- i do this all the time this is gonna be okay oh, wow. no or um this is uh what you call it oh it's, they'll, they'll just pay for it if there are any damages it'll be fine wow and you know normally like you make a mess you clean a mess uh-huh. and then you like make space for your other workers whatever no they're tripping over boxes and, and padding mm. they left nothing but like cardboard and everywhere. styrofoam everywhere oh, wow. they didn't clean up after themselves and then i had a new bed mattress uh-huh. handprints all over my dirty handprints uh, i'm so aggy uh, for yeah. you right now wow. and so imagine how that diminished the brand equity of the original Absolutely. store yeah. you know and so we had to deal with that and it's like and we try to tell them you know you try to check them like yo like yo like this is not how you do this i hate that i hate to ask this question and we can edit it out if we need to were, were they black or were they white no they're hispanic or spanish uh, or latin or whatever you want to call it um mm. oh all of the black people they were caribbean so they were cool uh, <laughs> they were on point. On that, yeah even today so but no they were just like just so lackadaisical about the situation and it's just that's the part like even as if you're your contract worker you're mm. still representing the, the company, business yeah. so your customer service when your customer says hey can you slow down and take your time and be aware and you're not giving an iota. You're just worried about the fact that you only get paid by the day and you don't want to spend all day moving stuff in and then have to turn around and do it the next day. Then get another freaking job. Yeah. Yeah. Did you so. tell the company about that? Oh. The primary company? Oh, it went up. Because you know it's usually like a, <laughs> oh, it went up. It's, it's like a third party that they uh, contracted with or whatever yeah. just to do that. Complaint so. go up. It, 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 it became a problem. On a Tuesday. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's, it's, it's the flip side of that. Like, I'm not trying to make anybody lose their job or whatever, but you put yourself in that situation yeah. because you failed to even do the basics of what your job is. Yeah. Clean the fuck up. Yeah. 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 Straight <laughs> up. Yeah. Straight up. Wow. Same. Y'all, is... y'all got shade cursing. Y'all know y'all ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to unsolicited advice. Or in this case, it's going to be solicited advice. Or yeah. th- in this case, we the first one's going to be solicited advice. All right, Jay. Jay right. actually has, needs I... some advice from us. I don't really need advice, yeah, but I want to get your thoughts on it. You. So, Sipper, this is the first. We have never told a personal story or experience for advice for segment. advice segment. So, I'm about to judge you. First question <laughs> I'm gonna ask the table is, what is your rules on public display of affection around family and friends? I have different rules for families and friends. <laughs> for friends, I feel like it's fine. I mean, no, so what I'm saying is, you're dating somebody. Mm-hmm. And you're he's around your family and friends. Yeah. So what's the, oh he's around both. Yes, the same time. Ooh, I, I think minimal. I mean, I, I'm not gonna like. I'm a very PDA ish person. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. I'm like a hugger. If you're my friend, you already know I'm hugging the shit out of you all the time. And so I, I wouldn't say anything like a hug or like a, a quick peck would be fine. But like we not making out. You know, your hand needs to. Not be on the small of my back, maybe like you know okay. what I mean. Just a little bit more respectful of my parents. All right, Jason. I think it depends on the, where you are in the process, as far as like if it's a serious relationship or true. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with it, and it also has a lot to do, and I'm learning this too. It, um, what the relationship is with, I'll say that 
with that woman mm-hmm. and, and her, her family because mm-hmm. if they never see her in that light and they're you know kind of like more reserved then yeah. of course but i've also been in like a, a situation where it's like they like she's hugging me up and yeah. and i felt a little uncomfortable like man that's your dad you know what i'm saying but yeah. she's like you my daddy now you know what i'm saying oh. <laughs> 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 all right so oh, i feel so awkward i no. feel like secondhand embarrassment for you what happened so this is what happened and our preferences with with getting with i got blocked all right oh, oh shit okay <laughs> So, <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, right? Very recent. Very, very recent. We were here Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> so, I got re- I got recon- I reconnected with this girl who slid, who slid in my DM, Ew. saying how she had changed, everything was better for her, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So, we had went out previously that Friday. We had a good time. Why do so, I feel like I know who this girl? Do I know this You girl? might. I'm not going to say her name online on, on the podcast. I'm not going to say it. So... Was it New Zealand girl? On Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Tell me you can no, tell me No, Super Bowl Sunday. She didn't have anything to do. And she was like, hey, you know, what are you doing? So I have a Super Bowl party over here with my family and friends. Uh, against my better judgment, I was like, you know what? Come on. If you don't have any plans, you can come hang out. Super Bowl Sunday. Right. So she agreed. So she comes over to Super Bowl Sunday. My four nephews are here. Yes. And, super cute. And my some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Right, which for you is literally like family. Yes, and I've never ever really invite anyone over it. If like I'm was not it Lori, Lori, Melissa, Ken, um, friend Daphne. You don't really know I Daphne. Love Daphne. Are you? You know Daphne. All right. I'm obsessed. Okay, so she's my boo. <laughs> Light skin girl, link up. So my friend comes over, and the entire time, like we're watching try Super Bowl, and she's like, she needs, she wants the touch. So it's she's one of her love languages, which is fine. I like I love physical touch as well. So she's putting her legs all over me on the couch, oh, and so yeah. she's like hugging up on me the entire time. Extra PDA. And I'm and I'm sitting. I'm I'm clearly I understand this is what she needs right now, yeah. right? So but I'm also trying to focus on my Super Bowl and right. my 49ers, Fast. you know. And so three hours ago, you know, how long Super Bowl is? This is the whole the whole time. All my family and friends there. And so at some point, I guess she wanted a kiss, right? Doing the, doing the Super Bowl. You don't even like to kiss. I do like to kiss, but you always again, say that you don't like no, it. No, if I really like you, mm. I don't mind kissing. But again, all my family and friends are here. So I missed I missed the kiss. I didn't see the kiss. Oh, she did like one of these. She's like like she's like like a little peck thing. And I guess I looked at her and I turned and I went back to football. Right. Shit. From that moment on, her whole body um, language sure. changed. Yeah. Right? People, let alone women. Yeah. <laughs> but. I can't even say that. So I see her. I see her Her body change, her energy change. But at this point, I don't give a fuck. You focus. I'm focused on football. So as, long story short, game ends. My team loses. I'm good. Everyone leaves. Everyone, everyone leaves. I go over to her. I give her a hug. But so what's going on? Like, what's up? Yeah. She gets a attitude like She's ready to, she's starting to argue. Like, argue, shaking her head, blah, 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 blah. You didn't give me a kiss, but I'm like. Wait, this is an actual argument you guys are having. Yes. Like, I don't it's think a, my pride would let me even have this argument. Like, it was a soul blown. And I said, look, I I didn't, first of all, I didn't see your kiss. Yeah. Kiss attempt. Like, I was. Your kiss attempt. I was focused on, focused <laughs> so on, on this. <laughs> I see your you kiss know? attempt. But I'm like, the, the whole time I allowed you to be on me. To yeah. be to to so have you that. You could have easily have distanced yourself. Absolutely, yeah. I said more so than that. I said you just spent three hours with my family and my friends, 
And now you want to argue over this this one little up with this point. Yeah. After continuing to argue, I said, you know what? This has been a good day. I think it's time for you to go. Oof. Kick her out. Open the door I, and like kind of did like what used out. to do. Uh, you ain't got to go home. <laughs> I, walked, <laughs> yep. I walked her out and said, get home safely. Yeah. Oh. And we, you walked her to her car or just to the door? No, she just said, I was, was, was going to walk her to her car. She said, don't walk me to the car. I was like, right. at that point, bet. Bet. Yeah. Close the door behind her. And the front out, I was blocked. So. Oh, well, you knew. She was she was, was, was that wrong? Who, was she, was that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Literally, as she was walking down your steps, she was like, block this motherfucking nigga. So did I do too little or did she do too much? She did too much. Yeah, that was a bit much. First time, and if she really knows you, that was a, just a bit much. It's like, be, even if you... That was only the second time of us hanging out. Second time. Saying, like even marking if you territory. saw it and rejected yeah. it, right? Even if you saw the kiss and rejected it, that's well within your right. Like, I don't know why people feel like you, yeah. they're like they're entitled. I think she's enti- mm. she feels in a sense of entitlement to mm. you. Yeah. Because I can, like, you know, go for a reach out to, like, kiss the person I'm with. If they don't want to kiss me, they don't, there's no obligation there. You know yeah. what I mean? And now you can have a greater conversation. You can say, you know, is there, is that more Issues, than something yeah. than, than somebody I need to be concerned about? Mm-hmm. That's a conversation you could have. Yeah. But, like, you can't actually get mad at them for not wanting to, like, engage with you, especially in that environment. You guys are, like, it's surrounded by people. It's fresh. And that's why I, that's that why my fresh. first comment was, like, where are you in the process? Mm. Two, the second time we met, um, that just seemed... Second time we met, that is too much, like, the hugging and all that in front of everybody would be too much for me. But... I will say that that also speaks to the level of interest that she has. Yeah, she likes had. you. So her feelings were hurt. That's just why she blocked you. You know, they don't block us because we like horrible people. They block us because their feelings are hurt. I have yeah. never blocked anyone yeah. who I, well, that's a lie. But I have never, I mostly have not blocked people who I just, like, don't care about. The people I'm blocking are the ones who I don't want to see. Yeah. That's For, all it is. You, you just know don't, what I mean? again, goes back to how you feel about yeah. the person. Which means, like, if they did, if you didn't mean anything, you're not going to block them. You only block them if yeah. they mean something to you yeah i mean i was i was dumbfounded at, at the fact that she blocked me but i wasn't rude i just i didn't i just felt like why are we arguing like a full-blown and you know me i don't argue yeah i'm not gonna argue i'm gonna have a conversation with you just like this yeah so i'm like okay so you feel rejected by me i said that was my that was not my intention yep. that, that should have been where that ended right there you know that was not my intent but she kept wanting to go on and going after that i was like For some people, I just think it's a pride and ego, you know, and Mm -hmm. especially for women, I can't like lie that we don't get rejected a lot. So and I just think there's too much PDA. Like I would personally, if if the tables were reversed, yeah, I would not have been all over her in front of her family and friends, but not not to that level. I think it's a I think it's a level of respect that you have for the. For the the atmosphere that you're in, especially that early, it's like especially if you guys were like two, three years in, fine, go Absol- ahead, girl. Absolutely. Or even a year in, maybe even six months, you could just feel comfortable hanging on him because you met all his friends. I was just and all gonna that say, you didn't even know in it, like in, you know, nobody. Yeah, was, yeah. That was a but, and also yeah. like I, it has the thing about that that makes me hesitate too is that if I'm in a room surrounded by like the guy that I'm interested, his family and friends, I'm actually less likely to be surrounded by him. I'm trying to meet his family and friends. Yeah. I'm trying to figure him out through them because they're yeah. the best people to, to tell you. Mm. You know, they say, find, figure out who you are, find the five people you hang out with mm. the most. You know? Notes. And I had, I had been, I had dated on New Year's another, another woman who I really like. This is why we call my home. Called dating, a couple and she was a, she was around my family. Well, some of my closest friends, 
and it was she did amazing. Yeah. Like she she didn't go didn't go overboard. I actually ended up kissing her in front of people because I knew mm. that this is the the right environment. I watched how she moved. I, I see how she portrayed carried herself, and I was like, all right, she knows how to be. In, the, in a certain environment. Do you feel like, I don't believe in tests in relationships, but I also feel like there are certain like moments where you have to, like you you kind of pay more attention. And I always feel like meeting the friends is definitely one of them. Yeah. Like after that situation, obviously when you kicked her out, you were done. You were I done. Was done. You I were was done. done. Yeah, yeah. I was done. Because at that point, you're also assessing her too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like why her, you, how you handled yourself. Yeah, Absolutely. how you handled yourself and your behavior. I think, I think we, I think, it's important to see how people operate in environments that you know that you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. we're both very social guys. We have a lot of social events. And so if we date somebody, I would think we would want to date somebody who was okay not needing our attention the entire Especially time. in events like that. Yeah. yeah. And so you want to see how they're going to operate because in the future, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. And I you- do that. You know, I do that as well. So that's like part of my vetting process. Absolutely. And, it's like, and then for me, because I've, I have different types of circles, you know, mm-hmm. too. So it's like, I got to see how you operate in the hood shit, too. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's so true, though. Because, like, the worst thing is when you have, they operate on one specter. But, like, we're all dynamic human beings. You know yeah. what I mean? And they can't operate in the next. You'd be like, oh. Yeah. Damn. Damn, yeah. you done nah, killed it. Yeah. So Jay, that's, Jay, that, damn, Jay, that's messed up. Man, fuck that. Girl, well, question: What did your friends and family have to like, uh, thought about her? Good point. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good question. They all liked her because, again, because she for was the most part, attention to you. She was giving me she attention. Was she was she was nice to them. She had even made some hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. So they were all they were like, "Oh, Jay, she's the keeper." In my mind, <laughs> I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> but and that's another point. Like I could oh, back to Jason's point. I could have said something at that point where she was touching too much. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna give her this moment. I'm gonna allow her to be in that space, even though it was uncomfortable for me. I sat in that uncomfortableness until afterwards, until it was done. And then when I was talking talking to them, I was like, look, y'all ain't gonna ever see her again. Oh, Dang. because uh, that's right. Because this was the rekindle. Yes, this was the rekindle. Yeah. That, that's also. St- so way, oh. way too much for a rekindle. Like we are now just like I feel like if you have dated before, but not not seriously, but just dated. Yeah. And then you take a break when you re-engage, it's like starting over. It should be. That's how to I. To an extent, yeah. You know, like yeah, but you know the person. You know them better, yeah. and so it can proceed quicker. Yeah. But I still yeah. feel like you you're still starting though at the beginning, like yeah. You know, in terms of like getting comfortable, because a lot should changes in like two or three months. She was going in for the juggler. She was. She, she was. was. She was trying to ride the so wave. Like she just was interested. We're at an hour forty-two, by the way. Okay, so let's just do that one. All right. All right, guys. Let's go on to my least favorite segment because I haven't been winning. <laughs> yeah, you lost uh, to Shay last week, didn't you? Yes, two weeks in a row. Well, looking for you, Shay. Actually, not I playing. Did, actually didn't lose. I tied. Was it a tie? Yes, it was, it was a tie. tie. I don't think it was no. a tie. I edited it. No, it was no, no, a no, damn no. sure a tie. No, it wasn't a tie because I allowed you to continue. Yeah. You can't allow me to continue if no. it's six songs that you sing. Lonely is five. Is it the first three songs that you get to? Yes. Yeah. Always has been. So, Jason, we are about to play That Sounds Familiar. No, if you add a a six song, that's your bad. I tied. Today is only five, so I have chosen chosen five songs for the table to guess. Uh, Actually, it's just you and Elle playing against each one another. I'm competitive. You need to know the name name of the song. (laughs) 
or the name of the uh, artist. Okay. Either or is fine. Uh, Shay, are you playing? Yeah, I played. And then I want to add a bonus to it, though. Just as an, uh, I just want to introduce y'all to somebody. All right. So the first song came out in 2005. Missy? No. Travis Scott? Because you will never get me like that again. No. Um. 2005. Correct. What? Correct. I swore this was Florida, so I would have never gotten that. Uh, I was jamming Chameleon there when he was Oh, yeah. Hayden. What city does he claim? Houston, correct. Alright, good job. Good job. Hey, he did like a lot of big business moves and stuff. So. Yeah, he did. They said he did a lot of big business moves and stuff since then. Yeah, he's so. behind the scenes. Yeah. A lot of investing. A lot of investing. I want to be, be filthy rich and not famous. You know, one of my goals is to be the millionaire next door. That's just like, Ooh, so yes. no one knows I can still walk around here like I do now. I can see it happening. Alright, this next song came out in 1999. TLC. Correct. TLC. <laughs> I need <to> hear <laughs> my, my teenage years have been well spent. <laughs> TLC in it up. Been no silly. Yep, so I named the song is Silly Hoes. I remember I when this came out. It was so controversial because like people weren't saying hoes in songs like that. Can you imagine? This would be a non-thing right Today. now. G-rated. Right. We got a song called My Nigga, My Nigga. Like, <laughs> my, my, nigga, cousins, my, nigga. my nephews, them dancing to the songs yesterday at the house. I had a little seafood feast at the house. Ooh. They were playing, like, and I let the 13-year-old control the music. Oh, yeah, right. What the but I, it yeah. had to be the same way when I was listening to oh, Master yeah. P and yeah. stuff yeah. back in the day. So I think about like our parents, how we were like, they would be like, oh, what are y'all listening to? And I'm like, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so TLC, they filed bankruptcy in 1995, even after their Crazy Sexy Cool album sold 11 million copies. Yeah, they had the cool All steal. due to bad contracts. Bad contracts. Mm. Did you see the story? I didn't had, watch the whole story. They had a movie. It was actually really good. Yeah, I didn't see it, though. And, yo, they robbed them girls. Yeah. It, it's the same deal that Tony Braxton had. It's the same deal that we all know where they, like, you know, they literally rob they them. They robbed them, They give yeah. them all this money as advances. 50000 They got each, each got 50000 off for, of molt Like, they, those albums were like, platinum. <laughs> like, platinum. Double, yeah. triple platinum. You go from broke to being paid. All right. So it's one 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 one. That's the worst because I don't want to be, I don't want to be broke, but everybody thinks I'm paid. That's the worst. <laughs> right. This next song came out in 1996. I know this song. That's WV. No. You know it's funny, Tay. I got Tony Braxton. Correct. <laughs> you just said the name. I was yeah, like, right. "Yeah, this is Tony Braxton." That was that jam too, man. It's, Tony yeah. Braxton to me is like so sexy. Like she's when one, I listen to her, she's on my on my fun playlist. She's one of the top selling female artists of all time. Tony I Braxton, living like, legend. Like this, yeah. yeah, this was um, you making me high. Yeah. I don't know why. How many sisters does Tony have? I mean, five, I think. Four. She has Four. Four. Tamar. Tawanda, Tawanda, Trina, Tawanda. and Tracy. And yeah, Tracy, correct. I've been thinking about their mama, though. Their mama be, like, right up in the crew with them. All right, y'all. So, Evelyn. All right, uh, Jason, you need this one. You need this one, bro. Actually, I think I chose six songs. One, two, three, ah, four, five, six. See what he do? 
You see what he do? All right, so this one came out in 1992. She ain't gonna get it though. She might. It's popular I never though. Get 92. It's, it's popular song though. Up louder. Yeah, this is all you, Jason. Uh, is it Michelle Nadeco? Oh my no. god, well, I don't know the name. Is of the it? Song. I know this song. CC Factory. Is it CC Factory? It's not CC no. Factory. Finally. Yeah. That's the name of the that's song. The name of the song is finally. I didn't know that was the name of it. No, I didn't it's actually, song. but it's it's CC. I know the song, um, but I don't know who this CC is. CC Peniston. So it's not CC Factory. Yeah, you think about CC. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> That was a lucky guess. That was a lucky guess. <laughs> but remember, you can know the name or the name, name of, of the song. song. Yeah. So it was a 1992, man. Man, that's crazy. I, I, I remember this song used to come on, man. At a skating rink. Uh-huh. Was this okay. considered um house? A little bit of house? I Chicago think this is house? house. I like think house has used right. a lot of this instrumentation like that, yeah. to like, like create as a base. Huh? The new house? Or this used house, yeah. Used oh, house. Yeah. That's what I thought. House beat, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next I, one came. I, word. I don't know if anyone want to get this. You got to know the voice. 2019. Our DJ's. Oh, uh, Wale. No. Damn. I know it sounds like a Wale song. Weekend? No. He had a really popular song. Oh, this is a uh, Fetty Wap. Correct. I just know his voice. Uh-huh. I never heard his song though. I never heard his song. You know Fetty Wap though. I do know Fetty Wap. Yeah. He's the one without the eye, right? Yes. Yeah. This is called uh, Birthday. Okay, I never he heard his song, but I know his voice. Came out last year. He does have a very distinct song. And I was jamming his songs when they came out too. Yeah. Hey, is Trap Queen. Release anything soon? Trap. Well, this is the last one that came out. Uh, last year. Get my job clean. All right, so he's coming, he coming back. He's coming he back. He always sounds like a little bit like he's begging a little yeah, bit. Yeah, baby. Hey, baby. I'm so sorry. All right, this last one came out in, in 2020. 2020. Oh, fuck. I'm done. Jay-Z, Kanye West, ASAP Rocky. No. Give it a second to play. Let's no, fuck play. that. <laughs> a little louder, Shay. Who came out recently? Tigger. No. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Messed up that hurt. <laughs> Travis Scott. No. Gucci Man. Pharrell. I don't even know this This is song. fucking fire, though. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know hey, this song. Hey, it's a whole jam. This is nice. Brett Fayez. Is he popular? That's a white boy. Yeah. Um, no, um, Joe Budden. Mac Miller. Correct. That's Mac Miller. I, I like Mac Miller, too. His Mac voice. Miller. I never heard this song before, though. Mac Miller. I just saw like a video of him on. He, he, oh, I guess that's true. He had all these execs listening to his new music, mm. and this motherfucker's on the conference table in this like really official business like mm. meeting, and he's just like dancing to his own shit. But I, 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 I fucked it. Yeah, right. I'm like, if you don't fuck with your own music, I can't fuck with it. Like, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, I like Mike Miller, man. That yeah. one song, uh, 2009. That's one of my favorite songs by him. Man. I don't know 2009. I, I thought that was Did Childish Gambino. 
No, no really? No, no, yeah, look at Mac Miller. I don't check it out. It was, and actually, he did like this. So you know how some of the artists do like the live thing. So mm. he did like he had like the, the guy behind him with the uh, piano and all this. Oh stuff. yeah, it's yeah. like in like it's like a bookstore or something. Uh, like Tiny Table, Tiny Desk. Yeah. Oh, Tiny yeah. Desk concert. Oh, man, oh yeah. That was like oh, yeah. that was the first time I heard the song. I think that was the last. Yeah. I think that was the last concert he did before he passed away. Yo, that was like. That's yeah. Did y'all see G Easy? Um, is like boot up with Megan Thee Stallion. I, saw I, I heard that. I yeah. didn't see it though. Okay, so there's a rumor going around that she's a lesbian, and I never believed it until I saw that. <laughs> until I saw that wow. video. It looked awkward. Because I felt like she was looking for a beard. She was looking for someone like. Because it just doesn't. It, it didn't feel like. Natural? Yeah, it felt so. Um, forced. Forced. And he's like l- sucking her cheek. Is that mm. a thing? Do we suck know. cheeks yeah. now? Yeah. Uh. I mean, the ones on your face, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. All right, come on, let's go. Let's move on. So three, three. Oh. All right. I mean, she's fine. She's a lesbian. I'm down with this. I might have so Look, I ain't gonna wait till the beat drop. I'm gonna get it while it's warm and start to form this heat. Is this someone we would know? What's his name? My whole flow is bebop. I bless demographics with lessons. That's my lesson. She rock. That's hard. Yeah, I like I like him too. I'm different now. Sounds a little bit like Big Boy, like Toby. Yeah, I like that guy. Who is it? Never heard of it. Used to smash them as hobbies, but I'm gonna no problem. It feels very like Andre 3000, very like the delivery. He sounds like fucking Andre 3000. His flow. Okay. It's just like the song. I heard that one. Is it Toby? You said Toby Ingewe. Ingewe. All right. I don't know what it is, but sounds good. All right, guys, let's leave it off on what's that ish. What's that ish? This is a segment in which we just say what we are repping real hard right now. What's for something the week, for whatever. the week? Whatever. What you into? So what I'm into right now is one dollar Wawa coffee. Any size. <laughs> that I don't know, but that shit makes me so happy when I walk in. I'm like, you can get any size for a dollar. I don't even get the big size because I don't. I will never drink it, so I don't want to be wasteful. Yeah. I almost always get the either the 12 or the 16 but i just like the idea that like people who want more they can for the same amount because i know coffee like i'm paying a dollar but you it cost you five cents yeah facts i love i like wawa's coffee but i go to duncan's now i use the app but wawa's coffee is pretty good though. so what's your ish this week so my ish this week and i did not think i did not think i would like it because when i first saw it i was like this is the corniest shit ever and then i actually sat down and watched season one of the masked singer Awesome. I told you. It was pretty damn good. Okay. You know, I think it's a, Did think, you know do you know who the sing, do you know who the monster was as soon as you heard it? No, I did not know it was T I knew exactly. No, I did mm. not. His voice is so did you see his tiny death series though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did you not yeah. pick, I feel like his voice is I wasn't so, I wasn't expecting it. I think but I did know Patty the I don't want to give it away, but Patty the Bell. I mean uh not Patty the Bell, but uh, uh, damn, what's her name? Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys. Gladys Knight was going Yes, there. Gladys Knight. Uh, that's really the only Gladys person Knight. that... But a queen, though. The only person that whose voice I knew was her because it's so distinctive. She definitely has a distinctive But it's such a great show because you don't know who's behind there. Then you have other people on there who you didn't think could sing on there. Some of them really can't sing, but they're not horrible. So it's been, it was really good. Now, I will say it's a little cheesy, but I think I've just enjoyed it. And so now I'm in season two of The Mass Singer. And now I just kind of, they, they give you clues for each person. Like, I can't figure out who it is ever. 
But no, the, it's just the, good. Literally, the, crew, the, the clues are literal trash. Yeah, the clues are pretty much trash. <laughs> but it's a good show. So if you've never watched it, or if you're just killing time, it's one of those shows you can do other things and still know what's going on, as long as you hear them singing. So that's my ish this week is The Mad Singer. I'm not in season three yet, but I will hopefully get to season three soon. What's your ish, Jason? It's so crazy. So most people know I don't watch TV. Mm. I don't even have a TV in my house. Um, but I was uh, at Weird my friend's out. house. I know, right? <laughs> and I watched the show Insecure for the first time. Oh, what? you way behind on that I one. Know. Yeah. Didn't blow your mind. It's so I was good. So intrigued. Like I'm actually looking forward to looking at it later. Oh, yeah. So that was you. so. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch a few episodes. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool because you know, I, I thought it was pretty. It was very intriguing. And I, and I like how she does her thing. Like, Issa Rae. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, that's pretty cool so that's that's actually what i'm gonna be on this week yeah she actually had a movie in, a movie in the theaters right now yeah photograph yeah a lot of people went on like valentine's day yeah i haven't seen it yet but yeah insecure people love insecure it's a good it's a good show all right guys let's go ahead and move on to the final sip anybody have a final sip i'm gonna do a final sip and i'm gonna keep it short i'm just gonna ask a simple question uh budage or bernie sanders if that's who, if that's who it's gonna come down to pete budage or Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Who, who I do Bernie. Bernie. I pick Bernie. Bernie with a Yang. Uh, the problem with Bernie there. is Bernie's old, but he's old, old. But he, like, been, he looks yeah. super old. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't look like he. People his age have aged. How old is he? He's old. He's old. old. He's, he's like because he's like he's 70, 70, 80, right? That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would do just because of how he is, and you know he's got proven. He's been true to who he is yeah. over his political career. He has not changed. He has not wavered from. He's been a liberal yeah. uh, for a far left a long time. But I'm like, why wouldn't you want an idealist a little bit? Like, or a socialist? Like, they call him a socialist yeah, a lot a too. Bit of that. All right, I have a final sip too. Right. I saw this really funny tweet, and I think, but I think it's really helpful. So it goes: When I need to bring a bottle of wine to a dinner party, I always Zillow that person's house first, so I know wow. how much to spend. What? I That's thought that was an amazing cheat. Like, That's interesting. You know? But you can't go wrong with just bringing like a bottle of Capello or Capallo, whatever it is, like with the. That's that's like my if I were, no matter to, where yeah. yeah so but that's that's yeah. a, but that's a good point though so 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 you saying that if yeah. they live in a not in so the good hood, what you gonna bring out a bottle what you some Moscato. I might like, I mean, hello. There's certain things that we. I know we're so politically correct now, but there's just certain things that fly more. Like I might bring some Alize to a hood party. <laughs> I low key love LSA. People still drink. Like, yes, they do. I saw some hypnotic the other day. That was like, whoa. Throwback. Wow. But I might bring a port to like a more richer area. That's fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. For people who don't know, like, I know a lot of people who worry about stuff like that. I don't. But for people who do, I thought that was a really good, like, tip. That's makes sense. So when you do that, you bring in your fake laugh, like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. This is Malbec. She do love Malbec. With your pinky up. Exactly. Let's go ahead and Hold on. on. Not yet. One more shout out for your socials on, on oh, uh, Instagram, Jason Bryant PMP and New Era Thinking. And the same for Facebook, Jason Bryant PMP and New Era Thinking. And what's the link for DreamCon? DreamCon. Uh, the Dream, the and you can look us up on uh, Dream is Paradise as well, too, on Facebook. And as always, you can always hit us up on All Tea No Shade Podcast on Instagram. And on Facebook, we have a page and a group called All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends is the group. And All Tea No Shade is the page. 
All right. Guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session done. Blessings. Holla. Bye.